0: Cliffcentral.com and we are back with Jeff Miller. He's becoming a regular here. Jeff, are you even lot, dressed up for us today? I'd like to be here. Thank you. <laughs> it's nice to have you here. So the reason we get Jeff in is because Jeff is the uh, boss at Grovest. He knows everything about Section 12J companies, an area of increasing interest for South Africans because it provides us with lots of opportunities that otherwise we would miss out on. A lot of people don't even know about Section 12J, and we spent the first episode just talking a little bit about what they are and how they fit into people's financial planning and how, as an investor, you can take advantage of Section 12J. But I thought today it would be useful to get you in and talk a little bit about why a lot of people might consider this rather than exchanging their hands into dollars and trying to send it overseas.
1: Okay, so thanks, Gareth. Uh, as you said, that Section 12J has now become uh, a mainstream alternative asset class in, say, in the South African investors' portfolio, certainly for him to consider. It's now somewhere around 8 billion rand of money assets under management uh, with a number of Section 12Js out there with a whole lot of different strategies. So it's definitely becoming... Uh, I would say much more mainstream and uh, each year investors are becoming much more educated and, and trusting of this actual asset class and are comfortable now to put money into these section 12J asset classes. Um, the, the reason why you do it, obviously, is that the underlyings have to be, you know, have to be compelling. Your is fundamentals. Your, all the your business.
0: fiduciary responsibilities. But not the also the owner. business,
1: the, the actual business case needs no, like, to
0: be sound. And, and this, is, this is where, and I'm sorry to interrupt you, but I wanted to talk, and we'll get into it in a minute, about the different kinds of businesses that you guys look at when you're considering these investments. And they, they're not, it's not everybody. You're not looking at everything in the economy here. You're looking at specific cases.
1: Yeah, so S- Section 12J is actually uh, only allowed you to look at certain industries. It's not allowed to look at any of the sin businesses, which is the tobacco, gambling, sex, um any financial services.
0: Such a pity. I would have been very keen to talk to you. <laughs> I think it would be a bigger asset class if (laughs) if it had those things in it as well.
1: Uh, But notwithstanding, uh, it actually, funny enough, uh, it makes it Sharia compliant to a large degree because uh, the Muslim community is not allowed to invest in businesses that, uh, you know, had all these sin type uh, activities going on. And so by default, by excluding them, it's now become a, a very open, for the Muslim investors
0: to yeah. invest because it now complies And attractive uh, from that point of view Absolutely sure. right So okay what are the areas that you can be involved in in Section 12J I, I'm, I'm somewhat conversant in these because you've told me already um, Renewable energy particularly solar right yeah, so solar, alternative renewal strategies
1: or re- renewal energies, but the most popular is solar energy, and because why? Because it's a hundred-year technology; it's been around throughout the rest so of the world. Of it, right? It's some. It comes up every single day. It's not unknown. You've got, <laughs> uh, you know, you've got. I don't know, fifty, sixty years of history where one can actually predict how much sunshine you're only actually going to get in a certain area, and the technology works, and and. And it's becoming now far cheaper than brown energy, and we talk about brown energy being the traditional, Dirty the coal the, the, oil, the, yo, coal oil the eskim type generation, and this is now the green energy is uh, becoming much cheaper, and one is able to actually peg your increases and not be subjected to double-digit, you know, 15%, 16% uh, ESCOM
0: increases that we've been subjected to in the last couple of years. And what you pointed out there is particularly relevant. It's becoming cheaper to get the solar energy into batteries and to be able to use that solar energy. The actual... Technology is improving so much that it's, it's becoming cheaper.
1: Yeah. You know, so solar has, has come down in price and, more uh, efficient, and batteries right? are much, much more efficient. And, and the batteries are, which started quite expensive are, are, are come down quite dramatically. And I still think that there's a long way to go for batteries, but by going for solar and batteries, one is able to take yourself off the grid to a large degree. So you're not reliant. Uh, on the grid and you can save not only you're saving money but you're also much more uh, reliant on having energy uh, 24 hours a day 365 and
0: and we all know how little we can rely on some of the energy producers no names mentioned yeah but i think they do a good job for advertising of the asset class they're doing it for you (laughs) correct let's talk about hospitality that's another area
1: yeah so one is not in section twelve j not allowed to invest in fixed property other than in the business of hotel assets or in hospitality business, which is that of providing short term accommodation and meals for risk and reward and uh, a lot of people have now in Section 12J has actually invested into this particular strategy of hotels, um, and some very, very big hotels uh, have been built on the back of this Section 12J. Are you and allowed to name names? Well, I'd, I'd say the, the best to date is a capital. Fantastic. The capital, it's a, a success story second to none, and it, it was funded
0: through a Section 12J structure. And they really have bought up and built some amazing properties. I they mean, it's, really it's an have. And, and I think th- they, and an it's economy, a, success, a success story second to none. Yeah, and in an economy like this, people are reticent to do it, but they've, they've done – and they've put them in the right places.
1: And yeah, so that's one name. Another one would be the Madluli Safari Lodge, which is a joint venture a partnership with the Madluli community in the Kruger Park, where they've built a hundred-bed lodge. Wow. Uh, it's a, a five-star accommodation at four-star pricing, mainly international visitors, but will also cater for thirty percent South African visitors. And there's nothing like that being offered in the area uh, for quality. Uh, accommodation, uh, uh, and uh, being in the Kruger Park 5Ks from Pretoria School. That's
0: amazing. Um, what about what you are allowed to do in rental and movable assets?
1: Yeah, so it's quite
0: a broad category. Again,
1: you're not allowed to – a rent fixed assets or the immovable assets. So oh. some of the section 12 J's have now uh, taken, you know, the, their mandate or their strategy to, to rent out or lease movable type assets. And this could have been, can be equipment. It can be motor vehicles. It can be billboards. It can be a number of, of assets which are required by various businesses to grow or movable. Where they, you know, that there is an asset underpin, and e- quick liquidity if if one needed to get rid of
0: those type of assets, and uh, producing great returns for investors. Okay, very very good. Um, I'm going to keep going down the category list here because some of these are, are obvious to me and others are less so. Private equity investment, but early stage, right? Yes,
1: you know, so I think Section 12J it, it was one of the the initial. Themes was you know just to invest in early stage SMEs, uh, which is very at the early stage of private equity. Uh, more venture capital, come private equity. Um, I think what's what we've seen happen is because we're taking third party monies into these uh, Section Twelve Js, the investment committees are becoming a lot more let's say. A conservative and they're looking to invest in existing businesses in growth capital yeah. rather than very very early stage mm-hmm. and uh, so why i 'm saying to you the, the, and where the money is actually landing is in uh, sMEs smaller businesses which normal private equity companies would not consider because they're too small because it 's got to be less than fifty million post money gross assets need to be less than fifty million uh, after uh, the injection of the subscription for shares. So it's, it's outside of the radar
0: of traditional private equity, and that's why I call it small private equity. But that is an area in this economy which is actually doing well and provides quite a lot of the growth where there is growth right well
1: South Africa needs growth all around, and the growth is is where money is invested and jobs are created and got, obviously the people earn salaries, and then they take that money and they put it back into the economy and the, and uh, you know the, the treasury earns taxes so we need to obviously stimulate growth, and I see that the growth from the private sector. Mm-hmm. Being these small SMEs is where we as a country need to stimulate and invest in in order to create growth in South Africa,
0: Mm -hmm. in order to to obviously get us out of the quagmire that we're currently in. What about tech and and impact investments? They're separate categories, but let's start with tech because people are very, you know, they're, they're, they're in love with the idea of technology. but investing in a tech business, you really need to know what you're doing because some of it is smoke and mirrors. Well, listen, the tech is a, a very
1: different asset class. It's, it's a high risk. It's the high, highest risk in all the Section 12Js because there is no asset underpin. It is all blue sky. Uh, you're backing uh, some idea with some, you know, some technology behind it that you hope to scale uh, at, a, at, a, at a high rate. And Uh, And, you know, so your risk is pretty high. So generally in a portfolio of 10, you're hoping that you're going to get one or two that are going to shoot the lights out. The other eight, uh, you're hoping for mediocrity or even if they fail because that's the type of odds that you're currently looking at. But the one or two that do succeed, you're looking for 10 times investment. We call it 10x or more and which makes up for the portfolio. And uh, it's it's quite funny what you think might be a ten x to start isn't, and what
0: isn't is comes and yeah, because technology changes all the time, and so does the market, right? Correct. So you invent something, and then it's the timing's not right, and it, it just doesn't have uptake.
1: Yeah. So it's all about timing. You have to be at the right place at the right time. It's uh, you know. But
0: uh, so out of all the meetings that you have, I imagine a large propor- proportion of them are. Around these tech businesses and and also coming to grips with it and understanding what these guys and girls have in mind so that 's a lot I, more complex
1: yeah it 's a lot more complex. I think what we 've learned is that when we get involved in tech investments that we back the jockey uh, because early stage businesses not for sissies hmm. uh, uh, you rarely do fall off thoughts it 's a lonely place uh, it 's probably a lot more lonely than uh, any other business because it's difficult. You always have cash flow constraints. You are always up against huge challenges. But um, so we look at the jockey, and uh, we and, and that's where we, obviously there has to be a compelling business case behind it, and an idea, and it's got to be scalability, and it's hopefully we can you know can a nice, internationalize it. I want to
0: caution anybody who's going to come and waste your time with some idea of an app they've got. You've heard it all before. Yeah,
1: no, we've seen it. We've, we, so we only invest where they, we're in, in these tech businesses where there's existing
0: businesses and that they require growth capital in order to scale it up. Jeff, what about impact investing? We, we hear this bandied about it's em, even more trendy in some ways than the tech stuff. It's, it's got to do with good citizenship and a kind of community. Aspect and, and kind of making it a business so it has to generate money, but it also is about what you do with that money, how you involve people, broad based stuff.
1: So, impact investing is a huge theme, not only in South Africa but throughout the world, doing good. Um, and uh, that's to creating jobs, to the environment, uh, e- etc. Uh, and, uh, so a lot of Section 12 chase have gone into impact investments. And the one that I mentioned was Midluli Safari Lodge, which was an impact. So there's creating jobs in the community, upskilling the community. They're sharing in the profits and then they can build schools and hospitals mm. and whatever else. But then there's also where the corporate South Africa have have to spend 3% of their profits on, on, you know, on skills development, uh, and, and supply development. Uh, uh, funds, which is mm-hmm. mandatory in order oh. to get for the BE scorecard. So, what they what uh, fund has, but bedo- that which has been uh, which does is the WDB investment fund, um, which is partner with WDB Investments. Uh, take the three percent CSI money and from corporates, so not only are they now doing good, they also get in the section 12 jail allowance, plus they get uh, points towards a BE scorecard and those monies get invested into uh, 51% black owned businesses. So it's trying to stimulate um, previously disadvantaged entrepreneurs giving them support Mm -hmm. in terms of funding as well as post
0: investment support by giving them assistance to grow their business. So Jeff imagine I'm a An investor, potentially an investor, I've got a million rand, I could just convert that into dollars and send it overseas, which a lot of people are doing. What's the case for keeping it here? Well, I think it's a very compelling case to keep it here. Number one
1: is that as South Africans, if we want to see growth in South Africa, we should be investing in South Africa. So this is a place where we should invest, but I'm not suggesting that you should throw it into an empty pit. No, don't be sentimental. Yeah, But so... I think we, we've gone through a tough 10 years, and uh, we certainly are seeing green shoots coming in various industries. Um, We're we, seeing sentiment, it's, it's been very, very low, but we've seen signs of it in, being improving. But more importantly I think that the risk adjusted return that one that an investor gets from investing in a section 12j because if you invest 1000 rand you get 450 back from the receiver so you've got a net investment of 550 rand so if you invested your money today at 15 to 1 in uh, in dollars it would have to go to 27 to one, which is an eighty percent variance. In order for that to be uh, comparable, you know, comparable. So I say that uh, investing in South Africa and the take and the risk of it going to twenty-seven to one is, is is. I'm not saying it's impossible, but it's quite it's a long way to go. Also, that quite interesting that when people take money offshore, all money, whether it's interest or whether it's capital gains or 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 no matter what it may be, is taxed hundred percent at the forty-five percent rate mm. in your hands. When here yeah, you actually getting money uh, you're, back. Getting the, yeah, you're getting the money back, and you're, you're investing theoretically five hundred and fifty rand, and you've got a thousand rand working for you. So I mean, so and, and, and really. As a, you know, as an investor, your investment has to go fifty percent worse in order for you to break even, because you've already got your, your your tax benefit,
0: which in which is also is a low probability of that happening. Well, we're going to continue this conversation, Jeff Miller. Thank you very much. Grovest is uh, the company to talk to if you're interested in Section twelve J companies. They can help you. They can talk you through it. They can also give you the specific advice you might need if you're interested in one of those sectors that we discussed today particularly. But thanks for sharing your expertise with us. Thanks, Gareth. Thanks for having me.